Hello, hello, and welcome to Good Talks. I'm Marie Murataya. And my name is Mark Little. And this episode is brought to you by Bean Chata. When Horchata just won't do, Bean Chata is the drink for you, fully endorsed by Justin Bieber and also the World Health Organization. I just got a major knot out of my shoulder. Whoa, congratulations. Oh, yeah, that right. felt so good. Right now, um, Marie, as you know her, is over there <laughs> using uh, the back knobber, which is one of those double hook things where you can uh, dig into your back and alleviate oh, some knots. So, I've had it since last night. Mm-hmm, we're watching Wild Wild Country on Netflix. And I very foolishly propped myself up on with just pillows but i just i know i was rushing i even knew i remember propping up the pillows and being like oh this is probably not the best position for my neck oh is that right yeah Mm-hmm. well it happens you know yeah but it's okay um if you get into a position wow, too that, hastily boom boom oh now you're all loosened up helped so much. i'm gonna keep doing it though for good measure but oh, oh yeah. man i've been waiting all day for that you know when you're like not like one one part of you is hurting and it kind of just makes you feel sick the whole day. Mm-hmm. Not like, and, and I say that very lightly right now, but I just, it really kind of threw, it was that much pain. It was that painful to like turn my head mm-hmm. that it kind of just made me feel like not doing anything all day. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> Plus there's a general mood of Yeah, that, yeah. But. I mean, if you remember at one point, um, my back was in a little bit mm-hmm. of pain and I had days where I would do nothing but just lay on the ground. Because I couldn't move other than that. Right. So, yeah, I, I do get that. No, I know. I but, know. That's how today kind of was for me. Yeah, man. It'll get you. And then plus it's a rainy day. Plus everyone is, we're on these. Uh, stay at home. We're in, yeah, the stay at home mode with uh, with some circumstances we're pretty unused to. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure it, by the time this podcast is out, you all know about Rona. Nasty. <laughs> Beep. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. There's, <laughs> I, ju- I just don't even, I don't even understand cursing, cursing the, the, uh, sickness for what? No, I know. Well, it, I, it, honestly, I just did that for the comedic effect. Oh, nice. That was just to bring a little laughter to you wherever you are. I hope that did. If not too bad. Oh man. Um, yeah, so obviously you are familiar with uh, coronavirus you, now. Yes, that's, or, Rona is the coronavirus. Yeah, or COVID-19, COVID-19, if you want to be one of those people. I saw this really funny meme, though, of um, like somebody saying, like, don't you all be out here trying to use the word COVID-19 like you're some kind of scientist or something like that? Mm-hmm. And it just made me laugh because I was like, I've definitely been saying COVID-19. And I'm like, I like Rona. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why Rona just makes me. I, I mean, I'm not trying to take away from the seriousness of the situation. I think it just helps me kind of find a little bit of light when talking about it. There's all sorts of different names for it. People call it the beer bug. You oh, know? I haven't heard that one. Oh yeah. Why is that? Because Corona is a beer, and then oh uh, yeah, virus duh. is like a duh. bug. Yeah, the beer bug. Um, but we are. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm gonna stop this for a minute. I keep hitting my headphones with the back knobber. Oh my gosh. But we are, so we're in the state of California, and today, actually, we got told we're under stay-at-home laws now, which is basically like quarantining. I mean, um, kind of. Kind of. Not, no, not like full-on quarantine. I mean, the, everyone is encouraged right now to uh, stay at home and uh, not congregate and to stay six feet away from people. 
and um six to ten yeah six to ten don't forget that extra four feet man and uh did i say don't get in big groups yeah don't yeah um but you can but you can go you know you can go to the grocery store you can go outside and exercise you can um go to essential places but uh yeah i was listening to um the new york governor cuomo today and he he was interesting because I don't know, like people want to be like, we're quarantined, like we're locked down, like it's martial law, we're screwed. People, yeah, well, I'll keep going with what you're saying and then I'll chime in. Okay, Um, but uh, that's (laughs) what a a beautiful invitation to extend. Uh, (laughs) But that's that's not, you know, absolutely how it is uh, at all. It's, it's, I mean, now it's getting, of course, it's getting like closer and closer to that, but... uh, I would be surprised if it actually gets to the point where they're like, no one can go anywhere. Like it's official lockdown. I mean, I don't think so. Yeah. So, so we'll see. What was your, what did you want to say? Oh, well with people saying like, oh my gosh, New York's on lockdown. There's a pandemic. I mean, not pandemic. um, It is quarantine. It is a pandemic. No, I know people are, there are groups of people that are just, they're in mass hysteria and panic Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, and it's kind of interesting talking about this cause it just sounds so surreal saying like you go to the grocery stores and people are in masks and gloved up and they, you know, are the, they? for the last, I haven't seen people like that yet. At oh, the grocery I store. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. When I went on Sunday, Angie and I went and quite a few people were in masks and had gloves on and oh, okay. I'll probably start wearing a glove when I go to the grocery store. I'm not going to lie just cause mm-hmm. I'm like, you're touching things that, but they're doing a really, they're doing a much better job I hear of kind of trying to monitor crowds and sanitize like carts and different things mm-hmm. in between every use. Um, but you know, when you went in the last, probably up until the last two days. So like the last week, week and a half, I mean, mm. People have cleared stores out of toilet paper, of bottled water, of hand sanitizer, of Clorox wipes and all that stuff. But you like I would see pictures of people posting it on Instagram like, really, is this Target like with empty, empty shelves Mm -hmm. like an apocalypse? And then I didn't believe it until I saw it for myself. Yeah. And that was weird. Yeah. I went to Ralph's the other day with my brother and there was uh, like three loaves of bread and yeah. um no chicken no chicken meat. there was beyond meat though well yeah people people are not scurrying to beyond beef which is fine because you know what it all went on sale did it oh i got it on sale homie yeah oh did you mm-hmm. oh, okay well very no good. but that was very it was kind of like the only thing and it was like 5.99 for a pack of that stuff oh, okay well um, hey if see it's working out i know but Yeah. So it just, it's been interesting to watch society kind of go from panic, but then there's a lot of people that are like, why is everybody panicking? And, Mm -hmm. you know, people have stocked up on things, but then you hear about other people who, you know, have newborns that now they don't, they're not able to find formula anywhere or Mm -hmm. diapers Mm -hmm. and things like that. And so I've been following a lot of people who have just been spreading, trying to spread this like sense of community via the internet. Um, you know, and sh- sharing what other people need and connecting people to get them what they need. If people have extra of something, I've mm-hmm. seen people offering to go to grocery stores, my own friends offering to go to grocery stores for their grandparents or anybody. Yeah. Um, and that's good. I mean, that's, that is like the best case scenario for, yeah. for this sort of thing is people, uh, 
band together as opposed to, you know, being freaked out by exactly. the idea of being in presence of another human being. So I think that's good if it causes people to have more compassion and to be um, caring and, and giving and everything like that. So that's yeah. importante. But, yeah, exactly. But I get that people are, are freaking out. I feel like, I mean, some of the interesting stuff to me is just like all the economic stuff. I know. Just because that's just what I've been paying more attention to lately. And you just see how things, how quickly things uh, escalate, at least like as far as the stock market goes and just going well, going down like tons and tons of points over yeah. the past few weeks and just, and it, it's funny to me because, you know, we we're first aware of it because of, uh, of China and, oh nice, how's the heating pad? I'm sorry. No, I'm just checking. Oh. Just sat and just could hear the beeps. Sounded oh. great. Um, and, and wow, don't get angry. And it's, it's just interesting because at that point, you know, two and a half or three weeks ago, it's like it just felt like it was an isolated thing in exactly. China. And like, oh, okay. like Or in like maybe one or two cases in the U.S., nothing crazy. Oh, yeah. But I mean, when I first when we were first hearing about it, when it was a first when it was first affecting the stock market. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was just it was only in China. And it was just yeah. like. Uh, people were making jokes because I'm in this group chat about like a uh, bat soup and like mm. and just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. different stuff like that. And so it's like, oh man, like this, you know, this is weird. It'll bounce back in like a week or whatever. And yeah. then it just like tanked and just, and then and, the panic ensued. And the panic. And then I think it, a part of it is kind of like, it's kind of lucky that I had you kind of in my ear with what was happening with the stock market because that was kind mm -hmm. of a good front loading for me. But I mean, like I was, I, I would, my school got shut down overnight. It felt like, even so, even though I kind of had a feeling it was coming and we mm -hmm. saw other school districts shutting down, it just kind of happened. And it's been, the last week has been kind of a whirlwind for me mm -hmm. because when my school shut down, it's, it's so, you know, a part of me kind of is like, this is a huge lesson to learn because it kind of, as, as I saw other people like saying like, oh, our school shut down, our school shut down, we're having to do this now and online and whatever. I just didn't believe it was actually going to happen to me oh, really? until it happened. It just, but I knew like it was a weird, it was a weird um, situation mentally, I think for me. I, yeah. I think I just so badly didn't want to believe that that was going to happen. Yeah. And, you know, once like surrounding counties were doing it, then I realized it's happening. Oh, but yeah. what but what the reality of it was those surrounding counties didn't do it until two days before mine did. Like it wasn't like a week before mine shut down, L.A. shut down. So I had a week to kind of mentally wrap around that. It was like, oh, yeah, because no one cares Thursday, about L.A. shut down yeah. Friday, mine shut down. The point, because nowhere in the context of that is the point for any of us to be able to comprehend it. Like, no. It's, that's no but, one's goal. The goal is to... No, I know. And uh, as soon as possible, get people out of the public so that they're not, no. you know, infecting uh, one another. I get it. And I totally support it. I was the one at work saying, they better shut us down. Like, everybody else is like, I hope that doesn't happen to us. And I was like, if this is moving as fast as they say, mm -hmm. we need to be shut down. We need to prevent this. We need to keep everybody safe and healthy. Yeah. But then it happened and I was the one that was like, oh my God. Yeah, that's what that's what I don't understand. I don't understand <laughs> why you understood it was coming. And then you even said you were 
espousing the benefits of shutting down the school. And then I, when it I happened, you're either. like, what? I think, and, well, I kind of do know. So, because Monday morning I woke up and threw myself into work. Like, for me, when things are uncomfortable and when there's uncertainty, my work and my routine is what kind of keeps me yeah. sane. And it kind of, it's like that whole like one foot in front of the other being mm. at work for me keeps me doing that and it keeps me kind of knowing that you know well if i'm here this is like i know it sounds stupid but it's my purpose in a way like yeah. well, i'm meant to do this and i love it and so if i can still be doing this everything's okay yeah um and i had to really it was like a paradigm shift for me because i had to realize like no matter where i am i'm gonna be okay yeah but and it's almost like a, a lesson to don't oh don't put too much importance into it, the thing that you're really doing for a career. It really is. I mean, in one sense. It could okay. be gone. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I always, I did truly appreciate, and I do truly appreciate my job, my site, my school. There are things I don't agree with and some things that drive me crazy, but yeah. at the end of the day, I still have so much appreciation that it outweighs all of that, and I don't focus on that. Um and I know I appreciate my job. And, you know, I've had a lot of my colleagues like, wow, you know, you appreciate work when you miss it. And I'm like, but I already appreciated it. And I really do miss it. But it, it's also kind of like, um, like, I just realized how much I kind of not. Yeah. How much like I identified myself by it mm -hmm. in a way in such a short amount of time. I've kind of realized like I can be more than just going to work every day. Mm hmm. Um, it's important to me and it will continue to be. And as we navigate, you know, I don't know if I'm going to get into teletherapy so I can still see my students in a couple mm -hmm. weeks, but um, yeah, I'll figure that out. And I'm looking forward to seeing them again. But it just is a reminder of like, it's not all that life is about. No, of course not. Um, it's interesting to me, though, just because it's like, that's just not by any means. That's not all that you do. I know. So it's just funny <laughs> that like just when well because to me i mean yeah it's a big part of your life like you spend the majority of your hours there but like it's only one of the many things that you do and then it just you just unplugged one thing and then you're like oh i think and and that's kind of goes back to me saying but that's what i was i think that's what i feel the most comfortable in yeah and that's what i feel the most confident with yeah um there's the like when it comes to going to being a speech pathologist that is the least area of uncertainty in my life. Yeah. While there's so much I like, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm the best speech pathologist and I have nothing left to learn. I have so much to learn and I love that aspect of the job. But sure. like if you look at that compared to me trying to build a social media following and work on the podcast and write a blog, those things, it's such there's such a different level of uncertainty for me there. Yeah, of course. Um. But I love them, and I'm looking forward to time to get to focus on those right now. Yeah. Um, but I really had to, like, I've had to do a lot of self-talk of, like, you've been given this gift of time, you know? And yeah. how I use it, I'm going to, like, be productive and do things that I love. Um, but it's just been a little bit of a mind shift not going to work Monday through Friday yeah. on a week when I should yeah. have been. At it. And part of it, Mark, is at, it's so out of my control. And we all know how I am with that. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> I mean, that's been a big lesson yeah. for understanding, you know, it's okay when you can't control your reality. Yeah. That's like, um, yeah. You can control how you react. Mm -hmm. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just, I mean, we were talking about this earlier. I mean, overall, 
I, I know that you are, cause you were saying earlier, just very optimistic about the whole scenario. It's not like, Oh yeah. It's not like you expect that, uh, you know, this is the, the new normal that no. you'll be, uh, telecommuting to work from, from here on out or, or anything like that, or schools are permanently shut down or, you know, it's just a, it's, it's just a part of history right now. It's, it is. It's a, it's a brand new thing. And, exactly. Um, and to me, that's kind of interesting. It, no, and it, I find it, and we, yeah, we were having a really good conversation while we were working out. Yeah. Just about how interesting this all is mm-hmm. um, to be it, it, just like witnessing so witnessing how the world responds to something because mm-hmm. this isn't just in the United States, obviously this is global. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've been in contact with via Instagram with people in Italy. Well, one girl, people, yeah. but she's a, she's a person, she's a person and she's dealing, you know, they're in Northern Italy, which has been shut down for two weeks. Um, so is it, is it, but is it as bad as, as it seems it is according in her observation? Is it as bad as it seems to be in Italy on the news? Um, yes, yes. From what I'm trying to remember what she said versus what I've seen on the news. Um, she told me that, you know, they're just hoping it doesn't spread to Southern Italy as bad as it's been in Northern Italy. Mm. Um, because Southern Italy's structures will be less able to handle than Northern Italy was. Mm. Um, she, she didn't, I can't remember if she's the one that, I don't think she might, I don't know. I was gonna say, cause I know they were ha- there, you know, there's a lot more, the death rate is a lot higher in Italy. Yeah. Um, well, but compared to what? Compared to here, I guess. Well, yeah, they've had it longer, but they've had it longer. They're only 11 days ahead of us though. Yeah. But I think, um, it like, it, it's been there longer it, and it grows exponentially. Yeah. Like <clears throat> that's. That's one of the first things I remember hearing is like, that's just how it grows. It's like, go from one to two to four to eight to, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Um, which is why, you know, I know our government's trying to make sure that it contains things mm-hmm. and doesn't let it do that. Yeah. Um, I I just, back to being optimistic, though, and I know from what I've talked to this Hold girl. On, let me correct myself. One to two to four to 16. Boom. Glad you got that in. Um I don't want someone listening and be like, that's not exponentially. <laughs> All right. Good, good point. Yeah. Um, but back to being optimistic. And she and I were talking about this the other day, just like, you know, we're just hopeful for the sense of community that this will bring out Yeah. At as this calms down. Um, that's where I'm very optimistic because I've already seen it happening. Yeah. And, you know, right away when our school got shut down, my first thought was, all these kids, all my kids that I see are going to be home every day with, you know, not as n- not getting all the things they were getting mm-hmm. language wise or learning wise. And you're because you're more of a warrior. If we if we're thank honest. you. Wow. I Way mean, to bring that up here. OK, I mean, that's just like where your um, mind, your mind goes to the worry. Like It does. No, you're right. It does. But I think that's something I've worked on is, yeah, while my mind goes to the worry, I've really worked hard to find, okay, well, what is the solution then? Yeah, which I think is much more helpful. I understand, but, and that's, 
And I appreciate, you know, you pointing that out. Um, but that's what I was getting ready to say was my, I was first thinking about my students. Yeah. Maybe I don't need to use the word worried, but I was first thinking about them being home and wondering what they were going to have to do and wh- how, how was I going to be able to service them? Mm-hmm. We were told, do not do anything. Yeah. Um, basically, we, I mean, we've been in contact with district and like trying to come up with ways to collaborate and the teachers are posting things for the kids to do at home on their websites and whatnot. But for the speech side of things, we've been kind of told, hold off until we give you more direction. Mm-hmm. And uh, while I will do what I'm told, I also, that didn't sit right with me a hundred percent. And I also thought of all the other kids that aren't on my caseload that are just out there that need help, parents need help with things to do and whatnot while they're home. Yeah. And so what I kind of threw myself into was like coming up with ideas and collaborating with my teachers. And right away on Monday, me and my two of the preschool teachers I work with were talking all day and making up an activity to-do list. And it gave me all kinds of ideas for things to throw on my website and just give out, you know, mm-hmm. in, in some small, it feels so small, but it is some way that I can try and give to a community of people that might need it. Yeah. Um, and that's what my goal in all of this will be, is to be able to serve people that I that need it in the ways that I can. And that's good. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But you're right. I do. I do immediately jump to the worry. I don't want to, but I always think of what, right after I've wor- really worked on like, okay, how is this the best possible thing? What can come out of this? Yeah. Um, and that's been something I've added to it every day now. And it's kind of given me a good perspective when I when I start to feel like oh gosh I don't want to do anything I don't want to go out I don't want to see anyone like this is kind of nerve-wracking yeah I can turn to oh wait let me upload something on my website that people might need and it's really helped me um the the whole best possible thing um idea is is really funny how it works in my mind now because now I'm almost when something that's like seemingly kind of shitty happens I'm kind of excited I'm like oh like what is like, how is this going to manifest? Yeah, like, what's actually going to happen? Because, like, this thing is not that cool or whatever. And obviously, it's, sure. uh, you know, this this moment, just whatever moment X might be that doesn't seem that great, uh, is, is a little painful right now. But, like, what is it actually yeah. going to be? And that's always interesting to me. And it's interesting because it's so often not an immediate reaction. You know, it's like... Right. Six months later, or like five right. years later, or it could be the next day or like the next hour or whatever. Yeah, we've seen it both ways, I feel like. Yeah, no, absolutely. But it's just, it's kind of like the one door open, one door closes, another door opens type of thing. Or just yeah. like, just it seeing, totally just, you know, God's plan, baby. What's about to happen? <laughs> What's about to happen? No, I know. So, so, so I think that's cool. But uh, yeah, a lot going on lot going on mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't even know i mean plus plus maddie i know maddie's sick maddie we're shouting you out every day much love much love to that man <sighs> it's just uh it's a i think it's an especially hard time to be in need of medical care right now oh absolutely um or just in need of any any sort of uh, assistance from from anyone, especially because you know people are are not supposed to really go outside and and um, be social. Yeah, you're supposed to limit your contact with with people as much as possible. But yeah. like um, I heard, he was it worked out 
that he needed, he needed some help, um, just as far as like mobility assistance. And, um, they were able to get that help provided by, um, the fire department. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. So oh, that's, that's super amazing. cool. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't know that they, that the fire department did that sort of thing, but I guess it makes sense. Like paramedic. Yeah. 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 So that's pretty excellent. Wow. Pretty awesome. Wow. That made my heart just so happy right now. Right. And, and that makes me glad. Cause it's like, I know, um, you know, they were, we were asked to help and probably my mom and brother would ended up down there. Yeah. And it's just like, it's such a, um, it's so, it's kind of scary to like, to try and move someone who's in a, who's in a compromised uh, state. Yeah, exactly. You're just yeah. like, Oh my gosh. Like, Well, and I remember, you know, when I worked, um, with patients old, you know, that were it was an elderly population, so not quite yeah. the same, but no. there's all these different trainings. And I was always taught, like, even though I was, a, um, got trained and everything to be a part of the hospital staff, yeah, I was always told not to touch the patient if like they needed help moving. Sure. No, um, that's, that's... that there always had to be, I remember if my supervisor was there, there had to be two of us and there were certain ways to even like just help a patient adjust their pillows. Yeah. Like I couldn't do that by myself. No, it makes sense. I mean, so in the, especially very... in that scenario, that's all like liability and stuff. Well, but... yeah, but even this, I would, you know, and I yeah. mean, even if it's just family, you don't want to be, you know, hurt them. No, I'll be the person to break his leg or something. I know. Yeah, exactly. No. So that's really, that really makes me happy that the firemen were, firemen, yeah. fire people. Yeah, exactly. Were uh, available. That's really awesome. There's been, you know, talking about honorable people i was just showing you a text message from my one of my best friends yep. she's a nurse who you know so she's in the thick of this um whole situation and today was you know texting our we were texting me and my other friend about just what's going on because we, we asked her to keep checking in with us and uh-huh. you know if she needs it we're here for some mental support um and she was telling us that, yeah, now, because she works in L.A., but she lives um, in the Inland Empire. Mm-hmm. So she has to travel to work every day and has to show proof of employment and stuff right now. And so she um, just sent us, like, the the message that Kaiser sent her, like, showing us, like, well, <laughs> like, this is where it's at right now. Yeah. And uh, we were texting her and just saying, you know, like, you're so awesome and, um, you know, sorry that it's hard right now or whatever. And yeah. she, she did not stand for us saying sorry, first of all. Oh well, yeah. And her first response to that was, I'm so honored to be able to do what I do. Sure. And I was just like, gosh, like, thank you to all of you out there that are like, this is, I mean, th- I get it. Like, this is what they wanted to do with their lives. Exactly. Um, you know, just like like with me, I'm honored to do what I do, obviously. And I'm sure people look at me like you're crazy. Yeah. But, um, I'm so sorry you have to fix that kid's lisp. And you're like, no. Oh. Fixing the lisp is is what I wake up for. Shut up. I swear. I I just know. Everybody thinks that's what I do on here now. It's all you ever say. Is that what I always say? Yes. Oh, no. No, she helps kids with their social skills and. (laughs) (laughs) He's like. Manners. And no, not manners. I'm just kidding. No, I've had some, I mean, I've had some tough cases, but anyways, yeah, regardless, not everybody wants to work with 
preschoolers. No. that's And that's been made very, very obvious to me or like been told to me like, wow, I could never do that, you know? So yeah. I get it. But just I'm so grateful that I have examples in my life like her that can uh, show me, you know, mm-hmm. that there are just these people out there right now working and doing overtime and they they're doing it. Yeah, so, man. So it's grateful for all exactly. of them. And the firemen. All and of you. Definitely in the firemen. Definitely in the firemen. Well, on that note, <laughs> I'd say this has been a good talk. Yes. My name is Mark Little. And I'm Marie Murataya. Stay healthy. Drink your bean chata and your emergency. Mm-hmm. Uh, wash those hands. Don't cough on people. Mm-mm. Uh, don't be around people who are coughing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Stay inside. Be smart. Just stay. You could, you could binge listen to every episode of this and uh, you could... You could spend some time. I love it. We're going to post that on our Instagram, actually, I think. We'll listen, talk about it. Listen up, you know? Why and, not? Uh, and that's that's it. That's it, it for now. If you are binge listening and you would like us to do anything to keep you entertained, you know, uh, do I need to put any censorship on that? Anything? No, because you can always just choose not to do something. That's true. Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> So just let us know. We'll do a comedic routine for you. Um, you know, we'll sing some songs. Uh, maybe we'll do some magic. You won't see it, but you'll be able to hear about it. Yes. <laughs> Auditory magic coming your way. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we love you guys. Stay safe and be smart. Adios.